Hello and welcome to Life with Mon and Cam, where we discuss travel, work, money, marriage, and all the things in between. Thanks so much for being here. Let's get into the app. G'day and welcome to the podcast. Today we're going to discuss how I, how and why I joined the military. Um, I did this straight after school and then just any takeaways that I have from it. Yeah, so this is an interesting one for me because growing up in Sydney and being a city girl, I did not have much exposure to anyone really going into the military. Well, funnily enough, I did consider looking at the gap year program for the military because I was really into my fitness in year 12 and I was like, this would be such good training, you know, but like not really any, yeah, any exposure to people going into the reserves or doing the gap year program or anything like that. I can't think of a single person, I don't think, who did that. Whereas then having met, um, a lot of people from Bathurst and other country towns, it seems to be much more common. Um, so, yes, when I met you, it was like, oh, wow, someone in the Air Force. Like, uh, never met anyone in the Air Force before, uh, like my age. Um, obviously, yeah. I have family members and stuff like that who've done it who are older generation. But, yeah, never anyone my age who'd done it. So I'm interested to hear more about the experience and share it with the listeners. Yeah, no, sounds good. Um, so growing up, I always wanted to be a police officer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so after, I think it was it like a careers night or something, they said, um, in the AFP, I wanted to go. So the federal police, they said like, they look more favorably upon you if you do like a degree kind of relating to that and mm-hmm. then get a bit of life experience and then try and join. Um, so I was originally going to look at like doing criminology, I think it was. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so, and while I was thinking about doing the criminology, I was looking at like other things I could do just to keep options open. Mm-hmm. And so I was looking at the gap year program with the Air Force and I thought I may as well just apply um, and just like kind of so I have options, see what comes up. Um, yeah. Anyway, long story short, got the, um, yeah, got the application, got the offer for the Air Force and um, after some umming and ahhing, I decided to do it. And so that was straight, straight after school. So finished school in like, October, November, the exams finished, and then it was end of January um, was the enlistment date. Um, so it was straight into it. Yeah, wow. And one cool thing, I guess, that's different that I actually didn't realize um, is that with the gap year program, you can just go in for the year and then you renew yearly. And what's the alternative? It's a three-year commitment? Yes, I think the minimum before that. So it's either two. I think there's very little that are two. I think it's either three or four years is the minimum period. So if you're going into it not through that program and you're going after you've done a degree, you'd have to make a three, two or three or four-year commitment. Yeah, so I think you can do the gap year program up till 25. Yeah. But up. If you don't do the gap year program or you're older than 25, then it would be three or four years, yeah. Yeah, okay. And do you feel like that was a positive thing? Yeah. No, I think it was – I think that was really good because I probably wouldn't have looked at the military otherwise yeah. just because of that It's a huge commitment to be making it like a young age, to be yeah. committing three or four years. Yeah, and I wasn't really sure – apart from like the rough idea that I might have wanted to be a police officer, like I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So I was like, oh, this will be – and so that's what attracted me to it. I could just give it a year and then if yeah. I didn't like it, you could just leave. Low barrier to entry kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And also perks is that you finish school and you go straight into getting a salary. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that, that's that, pretty amazing. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I quite um, realized that at the time because like, you just go into it, you just start getting paid. But yeah. Yeah. Like that, that's an amazing thing straight after school. Yeah. That's massive. We're all there getting hex debts and you're just, yeah. you know, <laughs> racking in. What was it? 40k a year? Is it was that... probably like closer to like high 50s, I think. Wow. Is, yeah. Gosh, you've got <laughs> <tax. laughs> 
Um, so yeah, so that, so that was really good. It's a massive, like, it was a massive, like, shock to the system straight away because you yeah. go from, you know, where you grew up in your family's house to then you just, like, um, you have a swearing-in ceremony and then they literally put us on a bus, flew us to Wagga, um, and then it was just, like, straight into it. Yeah. Um, which is, like, getting yelled at, waking up, making beds, like, just all that all that sort of military Yeah, military gosh. Stuff. So was it very different to what you knew about the military or what you expected but just difficult to experience? Um, it was probably a bit – it was probably a bit more than I expected. I tried mm. to, like – they kind of limit the amount of information that you can find. Yeah. They, and they had like an outdated, like, I swear it was like 10 years old of like the, a day in the life at yeah. the recruit training center. Um, and I guess some things are similar, but a lot of it was like pretty outdated and vague. Yeah. Um, and just not real specific. And each day is like pretty different because you're, um, I guess it's a good time to go into like what the training is like. Yeah. Um, so, well, uh, first of all, let's go to basics because I feel like, um, like I didn't know anything really about the military. And so I feel like back to basics because this always happens. This always happens when people go, when I say, oh, yeah, Cam was in the Air Force. And then like uh, two minutes later, it's like, oh, I can't believe you're in the Army. (laughs) So like obviously there's some kind of disconnect. So there's the Army, the Air Force, the Navy, and you went into the Air Force. So you're talking about your experience in the Air Force. And obviously there'll be some things that are similar because they're just military things, but there'll be other things that are unique. Yeah. So yeah. they are so they are three different services. Yeah. Like completely separate. Um they're all under the Australian Defence Force banner, but they all do different things. Yeah. So this is like real basics one on one. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the Air Force, so they're it's in the name like it's the air power. So like everything the Air Force does is going towards getting planes off the ground to Yes. Defend Australia. And I think another important thing about that that I've come to realise as well since we've been together is just the amount of roles because, like mm. you said, everything that's involved, but I think most people, again, the classic assumption is like, oh, Cam, I can't believe you're a pilot. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I'm not. I was in the Air Force, but I wasn't a pilot. So, again, kind of this common misunderstanding, like there are other things mm. that are involved. And so, you know, even like admin, yeah. like just simple admin, like yeah. that is involved in you know, everything. So um, what sort of, can you give a, a rundown of the list of different roles that you can have within the Air Force? Yeah, yeah, just off the top of my head, like obviously at the top you've got like pilot um, and then so they need technicians to work on the aircraft. So they, um, yeah, so technicians, uh, they have admin like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, they also they also have um Admin technicians, they have like chaplains, they have F airbase security, which is what I was. Um, what else they have? Like they have loadmasters, which pretty much do all the weighing and the calculations for when they're loading planes. Mm-hmm. Um, they have stewardesses. Yeah, at like um, air hostess, like flight attendants for the VIP planes. Um, a lot of other more like real technical roles. Yeah. Um, but kind of that's a broad overarching thing. Yeah. Just um, to say that it's like, yeah, there's lots of different roles other than just being a pilot. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that's all, yeah, that's always the way. It's like, oh, you're a pilot. No. No. <laughs> so, yes. Anyway, go into more of, I guess, yeah, what your, if you want to go into training or what your job looked like in, in brief. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So the training, so everyone does the same training. Um, all the enlisted people do all the same training, and that was um, 12 weeks down in Wagga, um, separate to the Army training base. The Air Force has their own one. 
Um, and that's like a lot of the kind of the basic military things you see. So like the obstacle courses, the, mm. um, the weapons handling and shooting, um, a lot of lessons on like Air Force history and ranks and mm. um, all, yeah, kind of like that more ad, admin-y type stuff almost. Yeah. Um, and like you spend time out field, so like um, unglorified camping, like worse than camping. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, so, so it's everyone has to do that. So if you're going in and you're going to be an air hostess, you have to do that training. Yeah. 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 So you if you're going in and you're going to do admin, you have to do that training. Correct. Yeah. 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 And so, so that's pretty, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. And so you're all together in the, like a bunk style accommodation. So you have rooms of like four people mm -hmm. um, and you go from there. But yeah, it is, it's pretty wild. Like the, I feel like they, they, tr they call it like breaking you down and building you up again. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is, I guess, yeah, is, which is what they're trying to do. But they're like, gosh, just if, if like I could give anyone, if I could give advice to anyone going into it, I'd just say like play their game and just like let them do what they do and just like just get through it kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I would say looking back, it's enjoyable. But in the moment, it was like pretty, it was pretty full on um, until you start making friends and you like start getting through it and stuff. Yeah. Um, and um, another, I feel like there's two sides, like two opposite contradictory sides of assumptions about, um, you know, like there's the assumption of like, oh, you must be really fit to be in any, any kind of military. Like you must have to be really fit. And then I feel like I, through my experience of um, actually getting to know people in the Air Force, I'm like, do you, like maybe it's actually a really low bar. Maybe you don't need to be fit because there's all these other roles. So is it really that important? So what do you think about that? Yeah, it's... So, some roles, yes, it would be good to be really fit. Um, they do have like a minimum standard that you have to be. Mm -hmm. um, I can't actually remember exactly what it is now, but it's, it's roughly like a 2.4 kilometre run under a set amount of time. Yeah. Um, and then it's something like 15 push-ups and 10 sit-ups or something like that. So it's like if you're pretty, I mean, if you're just average. like Yeah, I would say that's pretty like, average to say do yeah. 10, 10 sit-ups. <laughs> yeah, Oh, and that's what I mean. And it's, so it's like. It's pretty easy once you pass the test to get in. I think the test is maybe a little bit harder, but yeah, not too much. So the generalization of like you have, I feel like as a general idea, the people in the military are probably fitter as on average, but yeah, I wouldn't say it's a crucial crucial factor. Like yeah. as long as you're average, it's fine. See, that's interesting because I think probably most people who are in a similar situation to me probably see most from the army yeah. and that's kind of the assumption that like you have to be pretty fit and do all these things and be really strong and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So what you're saying is that like maybe initially the test is a little bit harder, but then once you're in the air force, it's kind of pretty basic to continue being in. Yeah, yeah. Pre pretty much. And that's just a yearly, oh, yearly, yearly test, fitness test. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so the army puts a lot more emphasis on, I guess, like the physical stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and because the Air Force is more geared towards getting planes off the ground, I guess they it's they allow you, yeah, and they allow you to just think think for yourself a little bit more, I guess, in a way, because um, you're doing a lot more technical roles and yep. um, stuff like that. So Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to say on that or can I hit you with my next question? No, go next question. So what would be your, I don't know if I want to choose a number, but three or however many you think of, just favourite and least favourite things about your experience? Cool. So probably to, like towards the end of my time in, so I was in for four years, um, I was with the VIP squadron um, down in Canberra and that was really fun. That was a really cool seeing the 
a different side of the Air Force, which is like pretty small and not many people hear about. So it's the squadron, like the group that fly around all the, um, like the prime minister and the governor general and all that. So it's like the private jets and um, business jets and all that. So that was really interesting seeing inside them and um, seeing how that operates and how the um, federal police operate protecting them. That was a really cool one. Another one did an exos like an exercise in the Middle East in near Abu Dhabi, and that was really interesting. Just seeing like the air bases and um, yeah, got to fly in a few of the like pretty secret planes and stuff. So that was really interesting. Um, and then one thing which I really loved was being able to play rugby for the Air Force. That was mm. that was really fun. So we like they had there's a um, Australian Defence Force Rugby Championship every year, yeah. and um, Army Navy Air Force all play against each other. And you get time off work, still get paid for it, and then you get to play rugby. So that was just like, especially playing so much rugby growing up, that was like the dream awesome. <laughs> to be played, to, paid to play rugby. Yeah. Um, and like we went to the US and stuff um, with the Air Force team, so that was really good. That's cool. And for people who like are interested in that, what other sports do they do that with? Oh, they have like everything. They have yeah, right. literally ultimate frisbee. <laughs> Maybe not. Or I, I, it wouldn't surprise me. I, I hadn't really heard of it, but I guess I wasn't exposed to it. Right? Yeah. There but you they, go. Like, anything from touch football, netball, AFL to things like bowling, darts. Yeah. Like there is there is everything. Yeah, that's cool. And one that's other thing I'll add from my, my outsider perspective is, gosh, the benefits. Yeah. <laughs> the benefits, the benefits. They look after you for yeah. sure. So some of the, some of the really kind of handy day-to-day -day ones – that I can think of off the top of my head is they'll pay for um, kind of half of your rent, mm -hmm. um, which so that you can either get really cheap accommodation on base or if you want a rental, like they'll pay for half of your rent. Yeah. Or they have homes that they provide and it's just at a much reduced rental rate. But it, it's about the same as half what you pay yeah. for that house usually. Yeah. Um, so reduced accommodation costs, um, like the free medical and dental is really good as well because you just yeah. know that. Like you can just go into the medical center with anything and like not have to worry about yeah um, what the cost massive. will be yeah which is huge and especially if people yeah gosh gets you know kind of really bad illnesses or something like it's just a massive mm. relief for them and their family that like that's all covered it's not like insurance where only some things are covered like it's just whatever you have like it's covered yeah um that's incredible. which is really good so it gives them gives because they like there's a lot of people that are doing it like pretty tough um so I feel like it's great for them to get um, those sorts of mm. sorts of benefits, yeah. Yeah, cool. And then what about negatives, things that you didn't like? Um, negatives, probably just like, I know, just being more, I guess, like, I guess you'd say like business-minded or I hate the word, like entrepreneurial-minded. It's like I see, saw a lot of things that just felt like they were being done for no reason mm -hmm. or a lot of things that were being done just because that's how they've always done them. Yeah. Um, so that, that was quite frustrating, especially when you're like the lower ranks and then so you're on the receiving end of it. Um, yeah, so that, that was frustrating. Um, and I guess maybe like a bit of the bit of the culture. Um, yeah, it's just like I guess you'd call it maybe like a bit of a boys club kind of thing. Yeah. Um, which is like, you know, I'm obviously I'm a male, so it's like I guess I don't get affected by that as much. But you still see it and then like, yeah, it um this is just like a few little things I've seen. It's not like it's all like that, but um, yeah, probably the culture just as a bit of a whole, like, yeah. um, you know, 40, 30 years ago, it was like a massive drinking culture. And like, as people slowly retire and flow out of the system, like it, 
it's slowly getting less and less and um you know in the age that we're in at the moment like it's um you you can't get away with any of that stuff now but you do still see bits of it there yeah um in certain areas which is a shame um but i guess that's like with any workplace like it's kind of they're all trying to improve hopefully <laughs> um third native yeah I, I don't think i really have a third oh, i guess the only other thing would be like the postings um you mm. can see that as a negative especially if you are trying to plan around being around a certain area or if you have family in a certain location and then at the end of the day you, you and can do, you explain that to people if they don't understand how that works yeah so every three years on average you'll get sent to like a different location around australia mm -hmm. um and they they call that just to um for like the air force's best like the where the personnel are going to be used the best kind of thing just like shuffling it around making sure it's used as efficiently as possible um and so in the end like you because you've signed on and everything like you do have to you, you know you can put forward preferences and stuff but in the end you do have to go where they say yeah. and that might be that might look like you have family all around um, Newcastle in New South Wales and they send you to Perth or something yeah um, and they do offer like a, I think they pay for one flight home per year mm -hmm. if you have that if you're next of kin wherever your next of kin is so if you're single that might be your parent like one of your parents or if you're married you know your husband or wife or whatever um, so that is good but it still does take a strain because yeah just just not knowing roughly where you'll go and and when they do tell you if you don't like it you sort of have to do it that's tough yeah um but i was lucky like i never really had that um and a lot of people don't have that they are trying they are very f trying to be flexible where they can but yeah if, if push comes to shove like you've got to do it yeah right um but yeah overall i definitely i, I would 100 percent recommend it um to people especially if they um weren't sure what they wanted to do it's yeah. a great and you just want a bit of an adventure like it's a really great thing to get in there and have a crack and see what it's like and meet some new people and do a bit of travel and stuff. Um, yeah, it was a really good experience and met, have got so many good friends from it. Um, yeah, so. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing your experience and hopefully you, the listeners, have got something interesting out of this and got, got your brain ticking a little bit. Um, but, yeah, hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and we'll see you on the next one. Awesome. Thank you. I know no one usually listens to this, so bear with me. Thank you so much for listening, and we want to provide you guys value. So if you have any questions, anything you didn't agree with, or something else you want us to cover, please let us know because it provides great content for the podcast. We'll chat to you next time.